So what episode is this one? I think this is technically four. Four, man. Four because you got your first one, the last yeah. two we did, and then the one that uh, we'll be putting out in a few weeks. This is my most exciting one, though, man. Really? I know that you're kind of this. this one makes me not nervous. <laughs> it's the one where I'm like, I'm the, I don't have the most um, confidence in certain areas when it comes to this topic. I think that's kind of why I'm so excited about it. Yeah. Because I think I'm, I'm uh, still learning and I'm, I'm shit at it. <laughs> and guys, what we're, what we're talking about today is um, relationships and, um, the where we got our perception of, of masculinity and and I think Troy you can do a better job <laughs> no I think it's it's just covering it's weird because it's like just saying this is about relationships yeah. um I don't know if that's necessarily um how I look at it I think it's about like as two guys um like you were saying you know uh how our relationships something in our life that is important to us mm-hmm. that affects us that affects how are we in them like how do we handle ourselves within relationships in our lives and how do relationships and work kind of coexist for us um just you know at our ages and uh, at, in what we do with what we do and being people that have traveled a lot and probably will keep traveling a lot of times um and yeah, just using personal background and stories to talk about how the way we grew up and some experiences we had affected, you know, who we are on a day-to-day basis and the relationships we're in. And definitely, I think the older I get, the more I realize, like, how my perception um, of life and what a man should be and how <clears throat> I should be and what I should want has been just molded by Mm -hmm. people I've been around and things that I've seen on TV and yeah you know so it's it's interesting I think that's kind of why I was so excited to just dive into this because I'm um I'm passionate to I'm passionate about learning like why humans are the way that they are yeah yeah no it definitely even getting ready for this one I had to go back and think about things that resonated with me recently that I read or watched. And I also then had to go back in my life and look at like past relationships and look at the way I was brought up and think about like, Oh, I really had to dive in, you know? And that was kind of crazy, which, which I'm used to doing, you know, I've done it in so many other ways in my life, but this time it was just tough because I, am really grateful for the relationship I'm in particularly right now but I'm also my attention is in a million other places on a daily basis and I know I don't give it enough time um but I'm like not sure if that's right or wrong you know as crazy as that sounds I'm just not sure like and it's something I struggle with on a daily basis and I probably was like that for most of my life um whenever I was in one what do you what do you think you saw that that kind of influenced that i think what creates that for me personally and it's something i struggle with a lot is i feel like i'm chasing certain things 
and I'm trying to figure out this balance or how those things I'm chasing coexist with not even just relationships, but wanting like a, a life in a way, you know, and, and a life that's literally just kicking it like at times, you know, I'm not talking about like, yes, like chasing something and working and running around and being on the road and, and trying to build something is a life. And I love that life. Yeah. But I think there's that part of us all, at least for me, that like wants to be like, yo, it's Tuesday. It's 1.50 p.m. I just want to chill. No, I can relate to that um, 100% because, you know, freedom is like one of the most important things to me. Like freedom yeah. to be able to like just hang out with my son and hang out with, you know, Iskra and just like chill um, yeah and just be at home and be present yeah um and there are a lot of times where you kind of feel like you're contradicting yourself because you want to put family first and you feel like the work and the things that you are doing is going to give you more time to put family first but at the same time you're missing moments and you're not being able to like just like kick it and like yeah. be there yeah so you know it's definitely something that i've always kind of kind of had to um struggle with because i want to make all of my decisions out of what makes me happy yeah and that's from people that i spend my time with yeah. to what i choose as a, a career but at the same time um being uncomfortable is what kind of gets results yeah so it's like it's difficult because you 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 continuously try to work hard and everybody wants to provide and then that's a whole nother thing of mm -hmm. like me being a man and wanting to provide and yeah. it's like am i putting extra pressure on myself yeah. just to like not what's what's wrong with being a stay-at-home dad what is actually wrong with that could yeah. i could i do it though? yeah <laughs> like yeah. i've never even even thought of the of the, even fathom like could i do that well i think that's like when you mentioned just the topic of masculinity and i was listening to this podcast the other day which is not like just this podcast right like it yeah. was obama and bruce springsteen and spotify's like shoving it in my face and i saw an instagram post where obama posted a picture of him and his dad mm -hmm. and i didn't know this about him but I, I i just i didn't know that he only spent in his whole life and you know in his dad's whole life he only spent one month with him mm -hmm. um and when I saw the post where he was like, yeah, you know, my dad, um, me and Bruce Springsteen just put out this episode where we talk about like the, the lives of, um, you know, basically like growing up in America, like with a father that was kind of absent. Um, it, it resonated with me, not necessarily because my dad or my, both my fathers were, were absent, but, um, you know, because of what some of my parents went through some of this times in my life where I felt like, um, you know, I was trying to figure out, you know, certain things with my fathers. Um, but also just because I was like something about that started talking about just like how that affected him growing up. And mm -hmm. when I tuned into the episode and, you know, the story was like, 
he grew up with his mom. Um, and I don't know all the exact details, so I won't try and retell it exactly, but he grew up with his mom and his dad left when he was really young and he went to Kenya. Um, and his dad was just a really bright guy and really likable. And, and there was a ton of prom, he had a ton of promise and his mom knew that. And I guess when they had met, you know, it was like this really optimistic time in their life where the dad was gonna, the mom thought this dad was going to be like, you know, be, be everything that he wanted to be. Um, and he ended up going back to Kenya and Obama was really raised by his mom. And by the time he was 10, his dad had come around, um, and spent a month with them. And he kind of came back cause things weren't working out is what Obama says. And he kind of remembers being like, I kind of want this guy to leave. Like I'm 10 at this point. I want him to go. <laughs> Why are you telling me what to do? Yeah. Like don't exactly. Don't tell me what to do. He's telling me how to clean up. He's telling my mom things that I'm not doing right. Yeah. And you know, you fast forward, um, he's in college and he made a trip. He made a plan to go see his dad and to visit Kenya and to meet all of his relatives out there. His dad had had other kids at this point. And he went out there and he met his relatives, but his dad, his dad had passed. So when he planned the trip to when he actually went, his dad had passed, but he still went and he met his relatives and he met his half siblings mm -hmm. and he saw that his half siblings had something that he called, um, um, what did he call it? He called, he called this, I'm going to find it. Oh, flawed inheritance. Mm. So he has something they call flawed inheritance, which was they had taken on the dad's negative qualities. I know it was like a nature versus nurture kind of conversation, but the nurture aspect, he believes that they took on like the sort of flawed qualities of the dad, <clears> which maybe at this point he had started to kind of feel like he hadn't accomplished his dreams and this or that. And the kids kind of took that on. And he says, you know, how grateful he was that growing up, his mom had the option to talk about the dad however she wanted. He wasn't yeah. in his life. Mm -hmm. And she only told Obama about the dad's good qualities, yeah. which I thought was just like an incredible thing for him to realize meeting his siblings and seeing that they who grew up around the dad, how they had taken on some bad qualities of their father and he didn't even know they existed. So the mom's telling him about how smart the dad is, how good of a speaker he is. And Obama's just probably sitting thinking of his dad like, oh, oh this guy, God. I want to be like this guy, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think it was really interesting in talking about masculinity. You know, it, it kind of brings, um, you know, some of the other things he mentions was like, just the idea of like what the quote unquote, like American man is supposed to be and like what we're taught. Yeah. And he talks about, you know, how at a young age we're taught to chase girls, yeah. play sports, get high and drunk, and make money. Yeah. Um, and especially as an athlete, uh, I mean, <clears throat> I can I can definitely attest to just like the culture of being a jock is to like, you know, get girls and to be cool and to, you know, um not act tough and not, not never you know cry or never be you know hurt and, and stay strong but it's like I know for a fact that there's so many players who were going through issues going through mental issues going through a lot of things but just being an athlete and mm -hmm. and having to to having that as a mask of your your real identity and how you really feeling like yeah who knows what that could be how that can take a toll on somebody yeah. And like, I, I, I thought about you because I mean, growing up for me, I, I was lucky I was athletic and 
you know, uh, I played sports and yeah. it took up all my free time for the most part. And yes, it attributed to being part of the cool club or whatever. Yeah. Right. But think about you who, you know, star football player in high school, probably getting attention from the whole town. You're in Texas. Yeah. Um, and just like those four categories alone, like making money, getting as loaded as you can, but still like being cool and fun to be around yeah. playing sports at a high level and chasing girls. Like, I can just like feel how much insecurity those four categories just cause for anyone, and, you know? Uh, and like, I didn't even really know that it, it had such an effect on me until I just got, until I got older and I started to see the effect it was having on the people around me mm. and, and my actions and how it was going against my character and the things that I actually believed in. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so interesting. I mean, it also gave me empathy and, and, and um, understanding for men who do go through that, who mm -hmm. do go through sex addiction, addiction, who do, who go through womanizing. Mm -hmm. It's the environment around them and what they've been taught most yeah. of the time that gets you to a place where you like, you, you feel like you need to have a certain amount of women to feel worth it yeah 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 it's crazy it's like sometimes you have to think about why as a guy like why are you like like when you're attracted to somebody or you want you want quote unquote right like mm -hmm. this this objectifying like kind of nature you want somebody it's like why like why like why do you actually if, especially when you don't know that person, person. you know yeah. it's like or you don't really know that person it's like how did you decide you want that? Like you have to really think about separating this like fantasy in your head yeah. versus like what that, what actually is good for you. Um, you know, and, um, I think that that's, yeah, it's, it's true. You know, I think that there is a ton of examples I could think of in my life of where these categories to this day create insecurity, even being at a place now, like, you know, you talk about women, you talk about playing sports, you know, um, talk about making money. I mean, money is a crazy one, you know, like in relationships. And crazy. you're talking about like, yo, can I be stay at home dad, do this or that? And it's like, yeah, like wh why, why not? Is it because you're insecure? You could be insecure about like, is a dad supposed to stay at home? Does that mean he's not I, making that's money? What, that's what I'm know? saying. And it's like, what really does make me happy is being around my family. Yeah. And it's not like we we aren't in a place where that could be a possibility, but it's like, or that couldn't be a possibility, but it's like, you know, is it my ambition mm -hmm. or is it me being insecure? That's keeping me from like embracing just maybe working from home. Yeah. Or like maybe finding something that's involved with my son to do or with my family to do, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But it's 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 interesting. Not saying yeah. that I I mean I don't I don't I really don't know. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think. But it also could be, <clears throat> you know, I just always had this vision of my life and what I wanted. Yeah. Um, and as I grow older, that vision changes, and my definition of success changes. Definition yeah. of of happiness and what I feel like will make me happy changes. And, and honestly, it just, it gets simpler and yeah. simpler. Yeah. 
That's what I can tell you. Which is great. It's beautiful, really, yeah. when you think about it. Um, and it's like, I don't know, you know, we're just, there's so much, like, intentional and unintentional competition, like, on a daily basis. On a daily basis. Yeah. And <laughs> on a daily basis. And that shit, you know, I think about how that can really get in the way of you and the people that actually are important to you. But also I then think about as like this, like image of like American quote unquote manliness, like the way that he kind of talks about it um, is defined. And then you think about like, I think about like a female, how they grew up and the, how they saw certain men in their lives and who was important to them. If they had like a certain, you know, a father or somebody that, that, you know, was a good role model or, or, or not, you know, and then how their definition of like a, 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 a man becomes defined and how mm-hmm. us as men don't understand that sometimes. And then we have our definition of what a man is supposed to be. Um, and it creates like a ton of complicated insecurities. It's like, if you're not feeling like you're living up to that, which you're never going to hit all of these four stupid ass categories perfectly anyways. That's real. Like, do you really want to, like you need to be the person with the most money who gets the most girls who's the best of sports, who knows how to get the most lit. Like, is that like, you know what I mean? No, no. Like, you know, who can, who can drink the most, smoke the most, all that stuff. It's like, it is weird. Cause even as like me, like my high school self things, I'm like, Oh, that's cool. But then it's like, that's fucking, it's just like how many missed things growing up could have been taught and encouraged and nourished that would have created just like a different, like maybe a truer self of who I really am. No, I, I think, and I was just about to ask you, do you think, do you think your relationship with your dad would have made a difference? In what sense? And how you think now and how you see the world and how you, how you've navigated it till now. Well. And do you think it would be positive or negative? But in the sense, what do you mean that my, my relationship with my dad, like, um, do you think if your relationship with your dad was closer, yeah. do you think it would be a positive or not? like, how do you feel? I really don't know because so think about my dad, my, my, my biological dad is, I, and I, I love him to death. Yeah. Um, and he's hilarious and he has a ton of qualities, natural qualities that I love. Yeah. And I genuinely identify with, like I see in myself, if I had been around him a lot more, like we kind of, I guess would imagine our dads to be around or let's say on a daily basis mm-hmm. or he went to work, he came home, I ate dinner with him every night. I'm sure there would be a lot of positives mm-hmm. that would come from that. And I'm sure there would be a lot of negatives because mm-hmm. he's by no means perfect. Yeah. And he has his own set of insecurities and his own set of flaws and his own set of obsessions and addictions that I am grateful just kind of like in the same way Obama was that I didn't literally have to take on every day. Yeah. And then probably or potentially could succumb to yeah. in ways that were unnatural. I definitely, I definitely can relate to that. Cause yeah. with my dad, <clears throat> I just saw him most of the times in the summertime. Yeah. And when we did hang out, it was just, it was mostly at the office. Mm. Like when I, what went, did he do? I don't know anything about. Oh, okay. So my dad worked, um, and he had his own business called relief staff registry where he staffed, psych hospitals and you had to have a license to do that and he was one of the first people to have a license to do that so he was he was almost able to monopolize the business in california so he was living in california yeah he was living in california oh okay so um 
I, from that perspective, seeing him and seeing what he built by that kind of gave me, um, the, the vision and, the and inspired me to know that that could happen mm-hmm. for a person who looks like me, sure. even though me, me and him weren't as close as, I I think we would like to be. It yeah. was just like that to seeing what he built and seeing what he built from the ground up and my mom always talking about him positively, always talking mm-hmm. about his work ethic, always talking about um, you know, he always kept a job, he always kept money in his pocket, he always mm-hmm. took care of her. Um, that 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 made me that was my even even though he wasn't around, it gave me like, yeah. okay, this is what, what a man does in my yeah in my um in my vision or in my opinion, yeah. take care Crazy. of people, right? Yeah. And then even going, um, since I was raised in the church, the male figures in the church were examples. Um, mm-hmm. And my pastor, Pastor Rainey, just seeing him and seeing how he conducted himself and seeing how he led a congregation, like th- those were the kind of things that I saw that I was like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. But what I can tell you is, you know, my mom was always kind of nervous about me going to California because she she kind of thought like maybe I would want to stay there because yeah. my dad had money and because he had yeah. you know um you know built a, a life there that that was financially you know better yeah but there were things that you just I would see that I that I knew I couldn't thrive in that environment the way that I could thrive in, in Texas and, and the, and the people that I were around. Yeah. Um, as much as I griped about not wanting to go to church all the time, I needed it. Yeah. It kept me out of trouble. It kept me from doing things. My dad wasn't a church going person at that time. Yeah. So that's something I'm so thankful for that I got to like be, you know, in Texas and, and, and go to church and, and have those friends and have that like environment, that positive environment mm-hmm. to rub off on me. Cause it kept me from doing other things, you know? Yeah. So, and then being, seeing the man that he was when he was married and then to somebody, to somebody, to somebody else. else. Yeah. And then seeing the man that he was, he was after he was married, the bachelor, the, the guy who was single, but had money mm-hmm. that influenced me too, a lot in ways that I, that I, 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 didn't think that it did. So what, like you saw certain behavior and and you wanted to emulate it? I wanted to emulate it and I thought it was cool, I guess at the time. And then even the people that I saw on TV, like Eddie Murphy and Boomerang and like, Mm -hmm. like I would just see these, these, these guys who were like me who had money. They also had girls. Yeah. So that always went hand in hand to me. Mm -hmm. And even you know, being an athlete, like you also see the same thing. You see Deion Sand, like you you see, mm-hmm. like okay, money, girl, that is what a man is. That's cool. You take care of your family, but you also do this. Yeah. And then, you know, as I as I got older, you know, it it kind of got to a place where I didn't, I didn't see. I was kind of scared of having a family or having Mm -hmm. people depend on me. Yeah. Because until I was financially Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. You know, I think that was the most important thing. It's like, Mm -hmm. I don't have the money. How can I be, you know, a good husband? How can I be a good dad? How can I be if I don't have this? Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of something that, 
we all kind of struggle with as, oh, just yeah. as men, bro. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yo, if I'm not financially set, then how can I, mm-hmm. how can I provide anything else? Yeah, no, definitely. And thinking about bringing people into the world and, yeah. you know, wanting to give kids or, or a family in general, just the right type of environment that we, we maybe imagine we wish we had had or that we wanted, you know, and it's crazy how, yeah. how, how, that type of pressure can keep you from feeling like you're worth being loved and worth mm-hmm. like loving somebody mm-hmm. and worth just being there for somebody. Cause at the end of the day, that's what really matters. Yeah. Is you just being there. Yeah. No, I my, think like my kid doesn't care about yeah. how much money I make. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care about like the things that I want for like, he doesn't, he just cares that I'm there, that I'm yeah. present, that I'm playing with him. Which is crazy that you say that because it also was like, you know, you have to, and I'm like so far from this point, you know, yeah. like you have a son, you have, um, you know, a beautiful partner and, and you guys have a beautiful Crazy. relationship. I was so far from it too. I'm, I'm <laughs> so far from it, you know. That's what you um, think though. Yeah. That's kind of what you think. That's kind of what I thought too yeah. at the time. Um, Hit you fast, man. <laughs> but I think like the one th- the thing I want to be worked out like that I personally want to be worked out. And I think that I know I need for myself before I can make bigger decisions, you know, other than just being in a relationship that doesn't have too much pressure on it mm-hmm. is not bringing those insecurities into a family dynamic yeah. and bringing those insecurities, especially, you know, into having kids and stuff like, mm-hmm. you know, um, I listen to people who, um, there's a you know the the billionaire Chamath you know he'll talk about how he grew up in a house where they were his dad was an alcoholic and they were always talking about money and they never had enough money and you know the guy's worth like twenty billion dollars now right he's he's good but you can tell that like those stresses those frustrations they just they they hurt him to this day hey, yeah and he could do anything he wants financially he's in maybe the comp- he overcompensated in a sense hundred yeah. percent and it's like you know we all could be envious of that and he is a brilliant person I listen to him every day I think he's one of the smartest people I, I could like pay attention to right now um but I feel bad in a way when I'm like fuck that's the thing I might not be able to make twenty billion dollars you know but that's the thing that I don't want. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to, I want to work all of that out and get all of that out of me by the time I am in that environment, Yeah, you know, because I just, that is like, no, I don't want that anymore. You know, and I, and I had my own versions of that growing up. Um, and it's interesting you talk about, you know, you saw how your dad was when he had some money and, um, was single and he was a bachelor and, and, and now seeing him now too. Which is what? What's the person? Just had it like I have a baby sister. Oh wow! And now he's married, and now yeah. it's like it's like a complete transformation. Now he's spiritual. Yeah. Now he's like that's crazy. You know, he's taking care of his body. He doesn't drink anymore. Yeah. It's like yeah, a complete transformation. It's beautiful. It's like when he didn't have his partner. It's like, you know, how much? Um, but he had some money. He had a business. He's yeah. a, he's marketable. He's a bachelor. Yeah. You know, like yeah. he had a life that you know could fit somebody else really well um but to see how i guess he was probably being a bachelor maybe womanizing a little i don't know but Mm -hmm. it sounds like but yeah it was that's why that's how it felt yeah that's how it felt right (laughs) so what you see and you're admiring it because you haven't experienced it yeah so you're like oh that's my dad that's how he is he's having fun he's got money money. he's got girls yeah you know like that that can really uh have an effect you know and i had a similar thing you know with my dad and and you know 
drinking or smoking when I was young. Um, and it led to me having my own problems with yeah. drinking or smoking. You but know? you don't think that like, I think us as humans, I don't, I don't think we want to give it I, or, or maybe it's, 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 it's like either intense, either we blame them too much or, 100%. <laughs> or yeah. we don't give it enough credit to tell you the truth. I think it's definitely both, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah, you know, you have to come to a place where you just kind of accept it. I think. Yeah, and you work yeah. on yourself. Like yeah. there, there's in our world now. There's way too much information out there for yeah. you not to like. Yeah, go get it and do the research just to get out of the dark. Darkness. Yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah, if you want to though. Yeah, if you want to, if you're not afraid of realizing that, like a little bit of education can go a long way. Yeah, and yeah. you're more fucked up than you actually thought you were. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you know that's all it's okay (laughs) for sure you know it's um it's definitely it's definitely interesting seeing how those dynamics you know which i know is a common topic but how those dynamics can actually really have an impact and thinking about when i when i heard obama kind of mention how he saw what his siblings had developed that he was kept away from that to me was such like an interesting experiment yeah you know and then i thought about how it related in my life and then you know, how it must have related in my mom's or, you know, my, my, my stepdad and, and, and whatnot, you know, cause they both spent some years without, um, their parents in their lives, you know? Um, and I'm just, and then I think about what they went through because of those experiences. Cause it is a cycle. And then how they brought some of the insecurities that that caused in them into me and my brother's lives, you know? Definitely. Um, and yeah, it's like you said, you know, it's like, there's got to be a balance between you. You can't blame everybody else. And it's also just the life you're given in a lot of ways we're blessed, you know, oh, for so, sure. And yeah. a, a, a lot of ways we're blessed and a lot of mm-hmm. ways we're blessed. But I think that it's, um, it's important. It's important that you don't have any regrets about your journey and about the things that you kind of had to bump your head on. You yeah. Know, we all have to do it because yeah. if we don't, and that, I mean, it's kind of the same way I, 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 I struggle when it comes to parenting because I can't shield mm-hmm. him from every single thing. Yeah. Like he has to be able to like go through some things, yeah. but it's, it is my job to at least be an example yeah. of what I feel like, yeah. you know, would benefit him as he grows up. So interesting. Um, and he's probably... I don't know, but I think he's like tough. I know he's like about to turn one, but yeah. I think he's like already like not tough, like manly tough, but like as a, a developing human is tougher maybe than you think. Right. Yeah. He's a lot, he's a lot yeah. tougher and a lot more aggressive yeah. than I am for yeah. sure. And, you know, I can tell that when he wants something, he's, he yeah. wants something. Yeah. So that's already He's like Iskra in that <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I, I know I can tell that that there will there will come times where I'll I'll have to try my best to to help him help him navigate his emotions productively. Yeah. Cause I don't want to say like hide them because I think that's what too, that's what happens yeah. too much is like men are kind of taught like don't feel yeah don't cry yeah don't you know it's mm-hmm. fine you'll be all right yeah toughen up yeah but it's like 
you need to let some of that shit go. Yeah, you need to come and go through it. Yeah. I, I, somebody was telling me something they were going through the other day, and they said, I don't want to name it, but I said, how does that make you feel? And it's something that involved them and other relationship they were in, and then their mom, and they're not in that relationship anymore, but the mom's still and they, And I was like, how does that... How does that make you feel like your mom still connecting with somebody that's not in your life? And he said, I meditate on it and then I let it go. And it's like, you know, being able to teach your son something like that now to like, it's like, that's just it. You're going to, you're going to roll with the punches. punches. Yeah. You know, um, it's kind of a, it's, it's an important lesson because sometimes we'll see our parents get so worked up about things and then we're taught to get worked up about things. And then there's all these other tensions going on that create more tension. Um, you know, and that that can be like you were saying before a little bit of a of a cycle um so it's interesting but yeah it's 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 sick to hear how you're even you know approaching we've never really talked about it but just watching him go through something yeah i think because i've um i've as i've gotten as i've gotten older i've kind of reflected back on little things that I've done um, that I've kind of learned from my parents mm. and good and bad yeah. too. So I try to be aware. Yeah. I try to be super aware and not just with him, just with people that I'm around. Yeah. I try to be aware because I do know that, um, that, that you're, you're highly influenced by people that you're around more than you mm. think. Yeah more than you think things that you say things that you do um want to fit in yeah you're so it's like it's very imperative and important that people understand their power the power of their words the power of their actions mm -hmm. and and how it affects the people around them yeah because people you can say something to somebody and they can take that and be like yo i remember when this person said this and like so it's like yeah yeah, it's crazy. I think um, there's a interesting, like one of the things I'm I'm sort of trying to figure out is this balance between because I I know more than ever, like I'm more clear than ever on certain things I want to accomplish in my career. Yeah. Like it's never been more clear, and I don't think I would let anything get in the way. You know, I felt anything. I felt Yo, yo, I felt that I, I, I feel the same way. Yeah. Like anything getting away. Yeah. It's, it's scary, but it's like, I don't think we can turn that off. Or can we? I'm, I might sound like a psycho, but I have no intention of doing that. I don't that. want to. Yeah. At all. <laughs> and at all. At all. I don't know what that's going to lead me to. I don't know financially what that's going to lead to. I don't know relationship and network wise what that's going to lead to. I just know I'm so driven, especially like right now. I'm so driven. I, I There's not a day where I'm not thinking about everything I want to be and should be doing. And, and there really isn't. But when it comes to relationships, you know, um, and I, I spoke to a mentor of mine about a year and a half ago, like a year and like nine months ago, probably. And he said to me, just focus on your work and everything you want to accomplish. And he kind of was like, yo, like take the eight year plan. He was like, yo, when you're like 35, 
you'll it'll be it's a better time to really like worry about interesting getting into like a situation and by the way i, I he might be right for me mm-hmm. you know everybody's different and he was kind of telling me his path which is that we all do advice is comes from i think your own experience and yeah. what you noticed that you liked that you did and what you would wish you'd have done differently yeah and this is somebody i respect more than almost it's like one of the most respected people in my life and I think about that every day because, you know, being in a relationship that I'm very grateful for um, and having great times with the person I'm with mm-hmm. um, is very, very important to me. But I know that I struggle feeling guilty sometimes because I'm just like, uh, I got to choose this right now. <laughs> you know, and I think I can relate to you so much on that because that's how, that's how I felt in my last relationship. Yeah. That's how I felt. And, um, I wasn't very, I wasn't very, um, sorry about it at all though, at all. And, um, there were even more problems that I had with myself that, you know, being insecure about not being where I wanted to be in my career. Mm -hmm. So not only am I chasing this thing, Mm -hmm. this thing that I don't really even know what I, what it was, but I'm also like, just, I just wasn't doing it in a productive way and I was chasing the wrong thing and didn't have a why at all. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting at, at the point where me and Iskra met, we were both in the most selfish place mm-hmm. individually mm-hmm. as far as like what we wanted in our careers. We weren't looking for any type of relationship or any type of mm-hmm. um, having to be accountable for anybody's feelings. Like that's what, that wasn't where we were at at yeah. that time. And I was at a place where, like, I felt like I had shit to prove. I felt like mm. I d- didn't deserve to be loved at that time. And I felt like I needed, I had shit to do. Yeah. I had work to do. Yeah. So for me to be tunnel vision like that, if, if any type of relationship, any type of thing that I would have to entertain, it had to fit yeah. in that. Had to like join your journey. Join my journey. Yeah. Period. Point blank. Or we just don't. We we don't get there. And mm-hmm. I because I think we were both totally okay with being alone for the rest. Like that's yeah. You know we yeah. wanted it. That'd be cool. But we were both totally okay mm-hmm. with like it not happening until further down the road. But once we found a once we found each other and we were like she was like yo I'm going this way. I want to change the world. I'm doing this. You can come if you'd like, but I'm, and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm changing the world. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it was like, it just fit. And then of course, you know, we got close, closer and closer and closer and fell in love. And of course we had, you know, our, our beautiful baby, but it's just everything still to this day, we're still chasing yeah. and want to teach him the same thing. So all that to say is like, you don't have to, you shouldn't have to like sacrifice that part of yeah. yourself. Like mm-hmm. your partner should want to love and want to push you into that because the more that they push you into it to tell you the truth, the more that you'll want to be with them. Yeah. What happens is when Pete, when, <laughs> <laughs> what happens when, when you feel like you're in a relationship and you feel like you start feeling guilty for choosing work or you start feeling mm-hmm. like, you know, guilty for your ambition it kind of makes it kind of draws a drift in there and yeah. so it's like the best thing that, that that you could do is is push your your partner to a place where it's like yo 
I want you to have everything and more. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, it's true. I, I definitely relate to that in a lot of ways. And I'm trying to always figure out whenever I think about like being in a relationship and, and being in this mindset where yeah. I've only literally become hungrier and hungrier yeah. um, is why, and you just, you just gave a lot of good points, but like why this, why there can be such a butting of heads. And I know at times that like, you can be in a p- position where your partner just makes so much sense for your, where you're at in your life professionally. I had that in my past relationship. It was all about supporting each other to get where we wanted to start to get where we wanted to yeah. both get. Yeah. And by the time we had both kind of actually started, um, and, and maybe my past partner more, more than me, um, it was like, it really didn't make sense anymore. Yeah. And when I realized that it was like, all right, like we, we, part of our chemistry was about getting each other from point A to B. And then once one of us or both of us, whatever was going to, it just kind of stopped working. Yeah. Um, and I try to just figure out like the differences. Cause I know the differences now that make this one so much more compatible. Yeah. And then there's the things about, you know, professionally when it comes to work, that's like, um, it's just different. And I don't let anything, you know, I don't let anything really slow me down and, and my partner doesn't slow me down at all with it. But I end up sometimes feeling like yeah, getting in your own head. Yeah. Like, Yo, fuck, maybe I, I should, should like, yeah, I'm just not doing enough. I should maybe like chill or like maybe transfer yeah. some of this energy to my relationship still yeah. because I'm like I'm doing too much. Yeah. And I can definitely relate to that because sometimes I'm just like, oh, I'm not checking in enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I try my best to check in just even on my people. Yeah. Like I try myself, try my best to like check in on people, but like, but I, I really wonder how much just going, taking this all the way back, how much of that, how much of me being like, Oh fuck, I got to check in, keep going. Like how much of that in me comes from being like a, like a guy raised yeah. in America, yeah. like who's Chasing just taught, like I'm allowed to do that. that. <laughs> I don't have to, at the end of the day, that is very true. Care. And if anybody else cares, and I do, I do have to care, yeah. but I believe sometimes in those moments, no, I don't have to, you know? Um, but I mean, I think that's kind of just, there are some characteristics that just make us individuals, mm-hmm. just make us, you know, different and make us like, you know, make us want things work better than we want, you know, the other. And I think it's all about just like, it's okay to admit what's important to you. Yeah. I think that is something that I've gotten better at. Sometimes family is more important than work. And sometimes work is more important than family. Yeah. But be honest with yourself about what is important to you at that moment in time. Yeah. Cause the more that you try to not be and try to kick the can down the road, the more that you probably end up doing something that, yeah. you know, is against <laughs> yeah okay or what maybe, what you actually yeah. want or and you end know. up lying and saying and it's like yeah nah, just be honest about that part yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense um you know i think there's some some other like questions and thoughts that i was sort of having as we came into this was you know what like when it comes to guys and intimacy, I try to think about this. I think yeah. about it personally. And then also I think there is like a stereotype of 
guys not being intimate or yeah. a guy being intimate, you know? And, and I think in ways we, you know, at least I know I can be and in ways I can't be, but it's, it's an interesting topic, you know? Um, and I think about it a lot because I have a lot of guilt over, I'm not, I'm not intimate enough at times and I'm not, you know, I'm not showing enough affection. I've been told that in almost in every relationship I've been in that I just don't give enough affection. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very, yeah. very similar. I'm I'm not that romantic. I don't feel yeah. like I don't, you know, do the thoughtful things that a lot of yeah. guys would do. I don't yeah. feel like. So it's like I can definitely relate to you on that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Is it because we're scared to be I don't know. Like sip simpy? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's not manly. Like I don't understand it, you know? Like you know, I, I like to say it's just the effort yeah. <laughs> to, to, to me, to me, yeah. man, I, I, there's only so much that I can like really concentrate on at one time. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes like the effort can be mm-hmm. a lot for me. Yeah. But you know, um, what I try to do is think about how would that make her feel if I did that? Yeah. For I sure. try to take, myself because there's another thing guys are selfish that that thing too like Mm -hmm. i think sometimes i've been saying that so much that i really yeah you just like accept that you're a little selfish but there are times where i show that i'm not yeah so that's very interesting yeah you got to find your own ways to not be quote-unquote selfish you know to give back and do things for sure you know um i think that it's it's important, you know, it, it, all, it all kind of all brings me back to just that concept of like, quote unquote, manliness, you know, it's yeah. like, am I not intimate enough? Because it just makes me feel like I'm not what I think manliness should be. And is it because I had a lack of intimacy in my life growing up with my parents? You know, true. Did I have the wrong experiences sometimes? Well, what were your what were your examples of int- intimacy growing up? See, I think about it, you know, one of the reasons um, I think about like all like the the adult figures that were really important to me in my family, you know, I have my dad who is a more affectionate person in a way, like naturally, you know, his, and, and that's, I attribute that to my grandma who was just like literally the most affectionate person I've ever met. Anybody in my family will tell you she's just, she gives you hugs, she kisses you, she tells you she loves you. It doesn't matter who you are, what you did. She she loves you. You bring you bring a friend around. I love I love your friend. She hugs your friend, right? Like nicest person ever in that sense. Um, and so I think my dad took on a lot of that, and he was an affectionate person. But I wasn't around him a lot. Yeah. You know, my parents got divorced when I was young, so I wasn't around him a lot. So I was away from that some of that. My mom is like so tough. She's like such a fighter. Like I've seen her punch someone, you know what I mean? Like I've seen her punch a guy. So I've seen her throw another guy against the wall. Like my mom's kind of scary in that sense, but she's also, I think just had to at times be like the mother and at times be the father. And maybe she didn't have like the room to be fully intimate. And after reprimanding us and telling us go to school and it's that, it's like, you don't like, like a hug doesn't feel right. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, you know, and, and she had her own, you know, demons that at times made it hard for me to feel like oh okay cool we're cool right now even though we are completely cool and um you know and then you know even and my stepdad too was um you know just a just a 
uh, I don't know exactly why, but just a less affectionate person in certain ways. He'll sit and talk to you for three hours and go through everything until you're fully clear headed, but he's not, you know, he's not hugging you and, yeah. and stuff like that. Right. So I think it just, I think a lot of that like kind of rubbed off on me um, and was harmful at times. I'm in a relationship, like to see, to be the person who felt fully comfortable. Not that I think like you, when you're saying, you know, you don't, you don't do the most romantic things for me. I won't do the most romantic things, but not because I don't want to. It's because it leads to an intimate intimacy mm. that like, I think personally I'm a little less comfortable with and afraid of, Yeah, you know, because you're not, you're not as confident in that field, not as confident in it as you literally, as you're talking, yeah. I'm just now realizing <laughs> that yeah. I never saw like a healthy, intimate relationship yeah. growing up. Yeah, like My you want to see your parents kind of being intimate with each never other. Never saw, and yeah. I don't know how, so since I never saw it, I don't know how that affects the psyche. I never knew that that could affect, because I never saw my mom in a, a healthy, intimate relationship with a guy. I never saw, yeah. like, um, my dad in a, a really mm-hmm. intimate situation with his I never saw that. So yeah. this whole time I've just been kind of taking my, Right. ideas of what I thought it would look like from maybe TV or anybody else that was mm-hmm. around me. Yeah. That's um, crazy. Yeah. This feels, this is therapy. <laughs> this is actually therapy. Right no, now. I mean, it's, you know, it, it it's things that I, I think of and I, and, and I don't try to drive myself too crazy because it's not, I have to accept who I am. Yeah. And one of the things I, I realized not too long ago was being humbled no matter how it happens, no matter what you go through, it also has the ability to get rid of certain insecurities. Oh, for sure. And fears, oh. fears that stop you from doing something because you're afraid of being revealed or you're afraid of figuring out something about yourself. hundred percent. And, you know, going through something tough in a relationship or being let down or being rejected, when you get through it, if you really accept it, you're just like, well fuck it like i you know what like if this person doesn't want me fuck it it doesn't matter you know and what am i gonna do so i so so it's only stuff like that's only helped me accept more of of who i am and accept some of these flaws but being in this cycle of seeing other people and, and naturally being inspired or envious or whatever it is of other people i'm like shit i'm not really intimate like that shit i'm not good at this shit i don't give this person enough time but and it takes away from thinking about the good things about myself too, yeah. you know, and I, and I, and, and it's, it's tough, you know, it can be tough at times because I'll be questioning myself and questioning myself. Sometimes am I doing the wrong thing by even being in this relationship? Well, am I really like this person? I really want to be with this person, but am I giving them the right amount of time? I'm not doing what that other person does for this person. It's very true. You know? I think we all kind of get to a place where we compare our relationships and compare um, what, somebody else is doing to what we're doing for mm-hmm. sure. And that can be a slippery, slippery slope, slippery slope. Yep. Uh, but yep. I can relate to like in my last relationship, I said I would not do a lot of things. I said I would never, even before I was going to get into a relationship, I said I would never cheat. I said I would never do this. Mm-hmm. So I would never lie. Mm-hmm. I did all of those things. Yeah. Literally once I did them, yeah, it was like, okay, I'm shit. Mm-hmm. I'm a human being. But it was something about being, looking at myself 
without a mask, without all of these things and, and knowing the person that who I really was mm-hmm. and, and, and also looking around what, what led to, to, to me becoming my fear mm-hmm. and, or, or whatever it was. And what led to that was just me not being honest with myself and who I was. Yeah. And it's like, once I got to that place where I felt like my back was against the wall, I had done every, my worst fear mm-hmm. had, had come true. It was like, Oh, Mm-hmm. okay i can i can do better yeah you can move forward i'm not perfect but i can move forward i can do better i can learn from this yeah I ultimately can. you could you could live with yourself exactly yeah exactly it's tough you know um talking about that like and then bringing this back kind of to like music and entertainment and someone just that has to travel a lot you know even like the other this weekend i was in la and i was there for work and for work purposes, so productive. Yeah. But every night on the way back to the house or whatever, I was just like, oh, this is just a reminder of why I'm not here. Like, it's just it's something lonely about it. It reminded me of being on the road and, mm-hmm. and traveling and doing all these things. And then it made me think about how the fuck, excuse my language, how how the hell did, did, did we do, did I do at least like this, like relationship from the road thing? Yeah so long and what is like what is that and how is that like i, I just want to talk about that you know it's not you know thinking about it now it's just you're not able to nurture the relationship the way that you you should and so many things can can slip in um through the cracks and fall through the cracks when you're on the road and your energy is just on something else mm-hmm. and then don't let trust be broken. And once trust is broken, it's like the foundation is, it's like, mm-hmm. there's just so much going on that it, it, it kind of destroys the, the time that you get to, to check in. Yeah. And I think every, in every relationship, it's just so important to check in on somebody yeah. and be present and be like, yo, Hey, how are you doing? But like really mm-hmm. be, be there. Yeah. Because it's, it's a one thing to be distant just from each other, but to be distant emotionally is yeah. like, no, no, that definitely won't work. Cause it's, it's work. like this, this question I have in my head of how compatible is something even if you're emotionally connected, which I was, I had a, a very connected emotional relationship for a while from a distance, mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. How are you actually truly compatible? You know, and I'm not talking long term. Things work. Certain things do. They don't. But like in that moment, is like that's that actually compatibility, or does compatible have to be like in physical and in pres in person and all these things? You know, and I like, I think getting out of uh, a former situation that's something i think about a lot i was like oh, are we actually compatible i mean of course not because we're not together anymore so i'm mm-hmm. i, I do not feel like now we're, we are but but like were we at the time and i know we were still important we still loved each other we still had a lot of like things mm-hmm. to do for each other um but this like question of compatibility versus kind of what i'm experiencing now it's like i don't i don't know you know it's a tough thing and i think about just being on the road again yeah and um what that 
type of like life does and, and why, you know, and what being in a relationship when you're on the road or, or like, you know, the extreme example is like, if you're an entertainer, if you're like an artist or something like, you know, is it like, how hard is it actually, you know? Because you're to fighting. go the distance, I yeah. Because you're, you're yeah. fighting, you know, not only like what what you're supposed to be as an artist, too. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're fighting against the perception that is built up, you know, mm-hmm. not only from you but through your art and your music, but from other people as well. Mm-hmm. And you have to be that, yeah, all the time, though. Yeah, you know, now that you're on the road, you have to be that, and you might not necessarily want to, like be about your music sometimes yeah like sometimes you want to chill sometimes you want to kick it but at the same time like that is the thing that is is being monetized that is what's taking care of your family so I used to get so frustrated I was talking to Brian about this I used to get really really frustrated just you know with artists on the road just like like why won't you do that like why aren't you doing it but like when you understand like okay think about the world that they're creating Mm -hmm. and that world that they're creating they're being able to take care of you and take care of other people with that world that they're creating yeah they have to live in that world yeah so how much pressure is on them to 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 make sure that they show up every single day to present that world and make it real life yeah it's a crazy. Lot. It's a, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot, you know. And it creates once you're in that world and that's your life. What are you gonna do? You're not gonna get rid of it. It's gotta fit Wait, perfectly, perfect. <laughs> or else it's just like, what am I? You know, I I have to choose this thing that I'm that I'm doing. Um, and it's just yeah, it's crazy. It's it's interesting topic because it's it's not something like you know I know our last conversation about Tori or whatever. It's like those things have been kind of maybe not fully explored, but for the most part, like the circles kind of come full. Yeah. Um, now it's, it's, this is something that as we speak, we're, I think we're all trying to still figure out, you know? Definitely. Um, and yeah, it's an interesting topic and there's so much more too about like things that we've each gone through or anybody's gone through that have affected this part of our lives, you know, and, and, and and so on and so forth. But, um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a good conversation. It's a good conversation too, just as like guys that grew up kind of under that definition of like playing sports and doing this and getting girls and then trying to figure out like, no, I just like deep down, that's like not, yes, I love playing basketball. Yes. You loved playing football and we love all some of those things, but not it it's not what it really is at all and i think that idea mm-hmm. of masculinity and what a man's supposed to do that's kind of it, it can keep you away from from what we're doing right now yeah just being a creator being creative and mm-hmm. doing something else other than what mm-hmm. we're supposed to do mm-hmm. you know and talking on what we're supposed to be talking like talking on what we're talking about right now it's like yeah. that is not the you know what you're supposed to be doing but it's like it's 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 important to me and I'm so glad that you wanted to come on this journey with mm-hmm. me to like really like push this boundary of like what everybody sees mm-hmm. um a man is supposed to be or what you know somebody who is in our position how we're supposed to act and and how we're supposed to speak it's it's important that that, that we try to 
push it and and get people to think outside mm-hmm. of the box and, bro- and broaden their horizon and and hopefully we all take more risk and learn more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I agree. And and you know, it's like we have to it's like all at the end of the day I can do is hold myself accountable. That's it. You know, so um I just try just try to do that, you know, and this is obviously a a a part of our lives that exists within us all and um, we're super responsible, even if we were raised in a certain system or taught certain values or given certain examples and role models, we are just, we are adults. We are at that point where we have to know how to learn and better ourselves or else we kind of just stop. Cause I think, you know, it's important. It's, it's, it's funny that you said, hold yourself accountable. Cause I think that is like the, the, the key thing about it, because, you know, on top of, like not being what everybody, you know, what everybody's perception of what, what they feel like you should be is. It's it's just, it's us always thinking about what other people think. And they're probably not really thinking about and it. And they're much. not. Yeah. They don't really care. Yeah. But if you just stay to the simple, hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Hold yourself accountable for how you speak. Hold yourself accountable for what energy you put out into the world. Mm-hmm. Hold yourself accountable for the energy that you're not putting out to the world. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's like we can get so caught up in like thinking about what other people think who don't care about and don't know mm-hmm. us of for who we actually are. Yeah. And it can just stop you from actually doing what you're here meant to be doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. All right, I appreciate this. Oh, yo, that was a nice little, uh, yo. That was good. That was a good conversation. That was good. I feel good about that. And it's a topic I think that we're going to, you know, we're going to talk about a lot throughout. And it's probably going to be weaved in and out of conversations between ourselves and guests. So, um, you know, I'm excited to even dive in more and just honestly more. There's more shit that I want to say that. I think is important and that other people might relate to or have gone through that, you know, we haven't even been able to touch on today. So I'm excited to keep getting into it. Uh, Me too. And thank you again for, for, for doing this with me. Ah, for sure. Likewise, bro. Um, all right, cool.